Today we play golf. Let me show you how we do it in the pros. Yeah! Welcome to Behind the Golf Brand Podcast. I never miss with the seven iron. A conversation with some of the most interesting innovators and entrepreneurs behind the biggest names in golf. My friends were the golf clubs. I lived on the golf course. I lived on the driving range. From Pro Talk. You should learn something from each and every single round you play. To fun from on and off the green. Why would you play golf if you don't play it for money? Just let me put the ball in the hole. This is Behind the Golf Brand Podcast with Paul Liberatore. What's up, guys? Paul from Golfers Authority. Welcome to Behind the Golf Brand Podcast. We are on episode 86, and I can't believe it. And wow, 86 is a lot. And this week, we're talking to my friends, the Finnerty Boys, who started a new sock company called Golf Sock. It's really cool. You might recognize the name Finnerty. It's Brian Finnerty's son from B1, who's one of our good friends of the show. And the sock company that his sons just started is freaking sick and super smart. And I can't believe they like they, how young they are and they actually have their own company. It's cool. So without further ado, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. So <clears throat> where are you guys at right now? You guys in Michigan? Yeah. So we're in East Lansing, Michigan right now. We've been living together for the summer. So just uh, working and you know grinding right now. Yep. But, but when are you going? Okay. So listen, both these kids are like. Sorry, not kids. These young men. You're just so younger than me, like 20 years younger than me. These guys are both like really good soccer players, right? So like where do you guys play soccer at right now collegiately? Yeah, so I play at Michigan State. Um, I, I just transferred from the University of Michigan. Um, so yeah, I've been, been playing summer soccer together as well. Yeah, we've been playing at uh, Lansing City right here in Lansing. Um, and I play at Caltech, which is in Pasadena, California. Freaking crazy, dude. Yeah. Like two D1 schools, right? I mean, that's nuts. Like, you have to be super good at soccer. I mean, your dad was really good at soccer, though, too, right? Like, your dad was like a professional goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He, he was all right. <laughs> he was decent. He's all right. Yeah. He did his best. So, what position do you guys play? Yeah, so I'm a goalkeeper. Uh, yeah. Like my dad, I think I took over a little yeah. bit from him. So yeah. you guys are both goalkeepers. Oh, I'm, I'm a center back. Owen Owen followed his footsteps oh, okay. a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I play right in front of the right in front of Owen. So yeah, we've always had that chemistry and whatnot. Yeah, because you're better than Owen, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. So what what year are you in college right now, juniors? Yeah, so we'll both be seniors in the fall. We're twins. If that was apparent, we're both twins, and uh, we'll both be seniors in the fall. So did you guys redshirt or are you like not redshirt for soccer? So do you actually have two more years to go or just one more year of soccer? Um, well, I guess technically we have one more year, but um, or we have two years technically because of COVID. But um, yeah. that was just because every athlete, you know, two years ago, whatever that was now, <laughs> got an extra year of eligibility because of the season getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have the senior season. Um, and then Owen will probably be we're declaring for some kind of draft or maybe going overseas and really yeah maybe. yeah we'll see yeah. i don't, don't want to you know i want to inflate him too much but <laughs> you know so wait so wait so like this is your last year in college technically right i mean you're gonna be graduating anyways you could play two more years in college but why would you want to i mean i guess maybe if you wanted to so yeah. then after you graduate you you have the opportunities to potentially play overseas right or even the united states depending I mean, you know, in MLS or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So When's the draft? The draft's in January or early February. Of, um, so right after the, the Is the draft for the United – I know nothing about soccer. So, I mean, I know a little bit. So, like, 
so is the draft just for the draft like in the United States or is that for like the European League stuff or that completely separate? Yeah, so that's just for the MLS, which is like the just the United States. Um, and then European stuff's like it's more like free agency. Um, there's really no drafts. It's more just like all free agency, like agents, like getting trials or like trials with teams. So it's a little bit different, but, um, you know, hopefully both routes could, you know, maybe one could possibly work out. So I'm excited for that. That'd be so sick, dude, to go to like Europe and play soccer. Oh, I know. Yeah. That'd, be super <laughs> sick. That'd be super sick. Yeah. You better take that. Like, do you try out for teams or like how does that even work? Did like teams just like call you up and be like, hey, we want you to come check out Chelsea or I don't know. <laughs> right. If you have a good, you know, if you have a good reputation and a good agent, um, you know, you can kind of get in the door. Um, and then once you get in the door, you know, you kind of have to just, you know, show your stuff if you get there and get an opportunity. So, yeah, prove your worth, right? Like you're. Right good at that level but i bet some european players are like super crazy good right oh, like yeah. just crazy level. like yeah. a whole other level so i'm excited for that so do you have to get agents then or do you have an agent or how's no, that yeah. work or you do right. it after you get drafted right so i'm not technically allowed to have an agent right now because of like nca oh, from college so many million rules like that but you know hopefully you know right after you kind of declare okay i'm done with college you know you can go down that road so you know there's a lot of there's cool. a lot of weird stuff you have to like jump through hoops because of NCA rules, but so it is, you got to just, you know, move on at, you know, as so when your dad, when your dad played, who do you, he played for a mission? He played for Detroit, right? Was that like an MLS team? I don't know. Or is that some other league back then? Yeah. So that was a league that doesn't exist anymore. It was um, an yeah. indoor, indoor league. It was like probably the top league at the time. Yeah. It was kind of before MLS. Before MLS was a thing. When did MLS come out? Like in the mid two thousands, right? No, it was like actually this the mid nineties, 94. Yeah. 95 oh really like oh that. yeah yeah so that yeah, was i mean it wasn't popular until the 2000s really like you know really gaining steam we have a team here called the rising the phoenix rising what league is that it's not mls is it that's something else no so that's second division that's it's called the usl championship so it's like a. Um, oh so it's like a, it's like the minors essentially to like yeah, yeah that's what somebody was telling me those those games are fun to go to man they're so fat like I took my son to a soccer game. My buddy had like season tickets, right? First of all, I was like, "Why'd you get season tickets to, to them?" But now I see why. It is so much fun, and it's so fast. Like, and he had really good seats. Like, we were literally on the wall. Like, there was a grass right there. I was like, "No, no wonder you have these good seats." But like, you're in and out in an hour and a half, right? The game is over. Like, it's no like going to a baseball game that can take like four hours, and you're like right. ready to go by the seventh yeah. inning. Like, it's like, oh, already half. Oh, okay, game over. Sweet, you know. And yeah. I don't know. I think that was cool. We lost. I don't remember who it was, but and it was packed. There were so many people there. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, "Holy crap!" The yeah. atmosphere usually pretty. I mean, even at those smaller teams, or you know, smaller, it's still usually a pretty fun time. Yeah. But they're a feeder team, essentially, right? Like those guys yeah. would go to, I think they said California or something, wasn't it? Yeah. So a lot of those teams, um, the landscape's kind of changing a little bit, but um, a lot of those teams have like you know affiliate teams, and there's another league that. There's another league somewhere that feeds into the MLS team. So it's all like kind of a system. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So you each have a year to go, right? Then what? You just don't know, right? Until after the draft. And after you, yeah. you have a year to figure out kind of like what you want to do. Exactly. Dude, if it was me, if it was me, look, like if I was, I would just try it. Like I would try to make some team. I would try to do it because like when you're like 30 with kids, you're going to be like, oh man, I should have just done it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're going to look back and be like, all pissed off at yourself. Like, uh, cause it's gonna be so much fun, anyways. Regardless of what you go do, uh, that's what I would. I'd probably pay you pretty well too. I mean, you hope. I, I mean, that's the kind of goal. I mean, and then obviously, like you know, playing. You know, a lot of people 
yeah, I think the misconception is like being a pro, it's like you play from like 8 a.m. to like noon or one. And then, you know, any given day you have from about one or two to, you know, till you go to bed to, you know, do whatever, um, take care of your body. A lot of guys just rest. But, you know, so many guys that I've talked to have been able to, you know, work and create successful businesses like in that time um, because they have so much free time. So it's been pretty cool to hear that as well. That's cool. So yeah. you guys are both in college. How old are you? 21? Yep. 20? 21. 21. Man, I could be your dad. I should <laughs> be your dad. I guess I could be your dad because I'm like half your age. Where'd you guys meet? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> funny. So were you guys good golfers like growing up? Um, I mean, I mean you yeah. play a lot. We, we played for our high school team. Um, we started playing really young. Our dad had us going, you know, since we could really. Um, but yeah, we've always kind of balanced golf with soccer and other things. And, you know, we were dual sport athletes for quite a while playing golf. So it's always been part of our lives. And especially, you know, through high school, we got pretty competitive with it. So, yeah, yeah, we played high school dual, golf. This is crazy. So you were dual sport. I mean, obviously you're exceptional athletes, right? Because you can play soccer at the D1 school, which is like super hard to do. It's not some crappy school like, oh, I'm like, you know, some little dinky school in the middle of nowhere. Like these are big schools. Like, you know, the competition is like super hard to get into it. And, you know, the competition you play against is like the best of the best, right? Essentially in the United States. So, I mean, you must, like, how good are you in golf? Are you like scratch? Are you no, like 10 no. handicap? What are you? Yeah, I'd say we're on 10. Like both of us are on 10. And we've been playing a lot recently and actually doing really well. So, this summer, right? Yeah, we've been playing a ton together and being able to, you know, obviously with being in the golf industry, it's like you're always finding yourself on a golf course. Well, your dad probably has all the toys. Like, yeah, right. 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 Like, you have to. It's a tech company. It's like he probably has like the cool stuff. Yeah. Like you have the whole like V1 mat and like in the sim and all the cameras. Oh, you have all of that. You totally have to have all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, he doesn't have that. No, no we, we do. No, he does. We're really lucky to have that. Yeah. But yeah. So we, like we were talking before the show today and they're like, I'm like, oh, where'd you, where's the guy? Where are you guys hitting the balls in the sim? And you're like, oh, it's our basement. And I was like, oh, it's sick. And then I see the V1 sports. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's, I think mean, that's cool. <laughs> what made you want to start a golf company? Like, did you, one day you're like, "Hey, we want to start a golf company," or you're just like, oh, "Seriously?" Because you guys are busy. It's not like you. I mean, I was in college. I wasn't wanting to start a company in college, yeah. Especially as I'm playing sports. There's like no time, right? Could you like practice, train, go to school? I mean, it's like your whole life, right? Like every yeah. day. Yeah. So I mean, it's a funny story. Like we were talking about this. Like we were golfing. I think it was what 2021. So now almost a year ago. Um, Josh and I were playing and. We're walking up like 17 or 18 fairway or something like that. And, you know, I had no show socks on. Josh had mid calves on. Yep. And I was like, dude, my feet kill. Like my blisters were killing me. I was like limping down the fairway. It was awful. Yeah. And Josh, like, obviously looking back, he had these tan lines, these mid caps, like awful tan lines from golfing. Yeah. Like all I strictly wore tan from soccer, though. That's not from golf. Yeah. I and mean, it is different. You know, like we're like, I strictly wear mid calves golfing before the creation of the golf sock. And, um, just cause blisters, I, I never could deal with the sock rolling down my heel is the most. Oh, important. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling yeah. so much. Oh God. I heard where it bunches up in your shoe and you're like, what the yeah. hell? Even yeah, the slightest, feel. like even just like 2%, if it's moving at all, I just can't deal with it. So yeah. So that kind of planted the seed, but like we kind of talked about it a little bit, not jokingly, but kind of just like, Oh, like, what if we made a sock? Like, that'd be cool. Like we want something a lot better than what there is. Fast forward a few months, we were like, okay, this is a really good idea. We should capitalize on it. And we started the company and, you know, the rest is history, I guess. 
<laughs> so that was last year or two years ago? So it was last year, about almost a year ago now. Yeah, almost yeah, almost a year ago. It was in so you're playing golf and you're like, oh, we should start a stock company. Like, and make a better sock for golf. It was more about like, where's a good sock? Like, we need better socks. And then it kind of transformed into, wait, there aren't any. You know, we need to make one. So yeah. I guess we kind of pinpointed that as like the start of it. But it probably, that was more like the planting the seed in our minds. Like, oh, there's no really good options out there. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't really just maybe decide that day. I think we've always wanted to have some kind of business together or, you know, make money together in some kind of way. Um, and that was just something. It that- was last summer because I remember I was talking to your dad and he was like, we're talking about socks one day. And he's like, you know, any sock manufacturers. And I'm like, oh, I know a couple. And like yeah. that, I mean, that was like last September. Yeah, September. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, That's when we really it was like. I'm like, oh, I heard this really cool company. This is where they are, you know, like a manufacturer, like, you know, because when I started my own brand, like I didn't know anything. And so I just like, you know, you get some reps and they some talking to you. And that's the hardest part, I think, like finding a good manufacturer that yeah. like will actually, you know, follow through or do a good job or like, I don't know. The one thing I learned is like, yeah, you can get stuff cheaper overseas, but you're going to pay for it another way, right? You're going to pay through through shipping or the lack of communication or, you know, whatever, you know, like that's, so you started, so you decided to start a sock company last year and what, what was the first thing you guys had to do? Like make a, find a manufacturer or do you design a sock? Like how, what, what do you do? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first step was, yeah, kind of figuring out the trade route, kind of seeing where we could make it, who could make it. We wanted to stay in the United States. So that was pretty huge for us. Um, we ended up finding someone in North Carolina. Yeah. Through we, you, Paul. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we really liked. I think you're familiar with these Wilson guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we, we, you know, tried to cook up some prototypes, went back and forth with them for a while. Um, so did you just like did you draw the prototype you know like i made a towel like it's not that hard to design a towel mm-hmm. right so like do you like draw a sock and be like this is how i want my sock to look like or do you say like hey, here's the features i have no way honestly i have no idea yes yeah, so we had like basically it took a long time to kind of figure out what we wanted but we like basically went through all the different socks that we'd seen and picked little pieces like oh we like that we don't like that and kind of formulated a big document with like all the stuff we thought. You know what I like about your sock? Can I just tell you really quick? Yeah, go for I thought it. it was really cool. I like that tabby thing, like in the back. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yeah, like so. for real. I know it sounds really dorky. But I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, like yeah. here's the two things I like about your sock. I like the grip on the bottom, and I like the tabby thing on the back. You know, like that's I've never seen that. I mean, there's probably socks that are already out there, but like. I buy my socks at Costco, you know, like when I wipe those, like, you know what I mean? Like, so when I see them like that, like, oh, that's cool. I want more of those, you know, because I think like, especially golf shoes, like you don't want that stuff to roll in your back of your heel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everyone's always like, oh, like when they get done with the round, like, thank God I just took my shoes off. Like, like you don't want that to happen. Like you want to be able to like be super comfortable through the whole round. And if you're walking, carding, anything, you know, be able to get through it all. So, you know, we, we were like, how do we. So I tried these new shoes yesterday. They're not really that new, but like True Links were sent me these rip stops are called. They're like one of their newer shoes. It was like literally the most comfortable shoe I've ever put on my, my foot. Like I was like, oh my God, what'd you guys do? Like they already make really good shoes. And I was like, this is even 
so like i couldn't imagine where that and your sock like that would be so comfortable like i would want to wear that you know what i mean instead of being like you're wearing these heavy ass shoes with a thick ass sock and then you're just feet all sweaty and gross and then like crampy yeah. no, no, sorry yeah. i'm like totally getting to like weird foot <laughs> stuff so you so okay so like that tabby thing like was that already socks like that out there or is that some like feature you saw and you're like hey we could try that um yeah so kind of like Owen was talking about earlier we ordered a bunch of different socks and we saw some that were trying to do that little tab um we definitely got a little bit more aggressive with it um and also just the placement is is right for golf shoes they usually come up a little higher on the ankle which is you know the main problem for the sock getting pulled down so just with the ankle cuff being a little higher and then the tab on the back it's not a completely original idea but we definitely adapted it to fit the golf shoe better so what features are on your sock that is different than say a puma sock or, you know or some random sock brand you know you yes. yeah so basically the main thing that we found that like no one's doing is the grip on the bottom so like we've been in soccer like obviously for a long time there's some sock companies in soccer that are really expensive but they charge like they have the um grips in the bottom to help you from sliding in your shoes when you play soccer so like oh we've seen this work you know we can move this into golf so we spent a lot of time like trying to get it right on the the grips on the bottom i think we figured out a pretty good way to do that what does the um, grips on a bottom of a sock really do i know when you're like walking without shoes on it does but like what about when like for uh, when you were when you're wearing a shoe what does the grip on the sock bottom of the sock do does it really help you so it doesn't slip inside is that what happens i'm assuming yeah yeah i think you'd honestly be a little bit surprised it doesn't you don't really notice that obviously until you try it um but the same thing goes with you know the soccer socks that we're talking about once you get that feeling of just really being stuck to the bottom of your shoe you know imagine just really trying to get after a drive you know a little a little slip in there will just kind of throw you off even if it's just a few centimeters yeah. just trying to stay as locked in as possible like let your golf shoes do their job you know if your studs are working properly your shoes aren't going to move so the only thing left to move is your sock or your foot inside of your shoe so if you can eliminate that as well i mean that's really what we're going for mm -hmm. you get all these like different designs of socks that come in right like okay here's a bunch of socks we make you know or here's a bunch of styles whatever in your mind, you probably already know, like, okay, I kind of want it like this, you know, based on my own preference, right? But really, you have to kind of go through what you have and say, okay, I like this, but I don't like that, and vice versa, and, like, you know, put things together and come up with a, des a design, right, based on all the parameters of what you like. So then what happens? So then you guys, you guys come up with the design, and they make the sock, and then how did you guys come across, like, like what is the landscape like for the golf sock industry i have no idea yes i mean the, the hardest part obviously was so obviously there's people that make there's a lot of sock manufacturers you know in the u.s and we were like okay we found one who is willing to really work with us to make it like how we want to make it and not just make general socks and we started off like hey we don't want to make like a bunch of just like white cotton socks like, yeah what are we going for so you know they were able to they had some like kind of template models they had that were pretty basic that we could kind of add on to like yeah, I do. I'm not, I don't want to be a basic sock. Like exactly, we're not. We're not we don't want to make a hundred thousand pairs for five cents each right now. Like you know, we're making like really quality product that's going to be you know expensive and quality and very like you know thought out. So we went through and like they had this base sock they gave us. They shipped us some samples. We picked from about three or four different socks, 
And we said, we want to add this, this, this. We added the tabs, we added the blister prevention, we added compression. We worked with them with the different material makeup. Mm-hmm. Stitching. You know, yeah. Between like polypro, nylon, spandex. And we have like, you know, just talking about all these different things, you know, who knew how much we ended up making a sock? And we were like, I had no idea this was like all part of the process. Like it's so much, you know. Deliberate. You're actually designing something like, yeah, you know, it's easy to make a hat, right? Because essentially you're just putting a thing on the top. Like you buy it. Like mm-hmm. when you're, I didn't understand that until I went to actually, I was at Devereaux's office one day and they're designing stuff like physically designing, like they have the patterns and they have the materials. And I'm like, holy crap. Like you don't realize how much it takes to actually design something. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally yeah. starting from scratch. You have to like think all the way down to the 1%, you know, like, is that stitch in the right place? Or do we like the way that that seam feels, you know? Yeah. Cause you go buy like 10,000 of those and then you realize you hate it because of whatever reason, because yeah, it feels weird cool. on the foot. Now you're stuck with 10,000 socks, like, or right. whatever that might be. Yeah. So we had to like talk took a lot longer than we thought. Like we're like, Oh, we're going to launch by the new year, you know, after last fall. And then we're like, Oh, wait, we don't like that. We need to redo it. <laughs> we need to redo it. So we ended up launching in June, which obviously was a lot later than shot, but that's all right. We're really glad I mean, we did that because we got it like exactly how we wanted to, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, we were like, let's, let's wait till we get exactly what we want. So yeah. we did, like, we didn't rush it at all, which was really good. Yeah. There was- I think that's the hardest part of starting any business is like, you have a good idea. And then you try to go put together and make whatever it is. And then you start getting like antsy about it because you're like, it's taking too long. And then you realize how much capital you're putting into it. Right. And then you're like, you know, there's like so many, you know, it's easy to bring a thing to market. It really is. You can build a website in no time at all on Shopify. It looks like crap. And you can go buy some crap in China and they're just, they're just product. Right. But like, there's so much more that has to go into it to even make it work because you get the most beautiful site and the best product. But then how do you get it out there? Like, yeah. You will pay for ads. So Facebook takes half your money. I mean, like that's the, now it's, that's the next thing, right? Like, oh, no. I don't yeah. think people understand that. I just, I mean, I didn't, you know, no, I think like, oh, you, right? yeah. you it's think you, you think you, you think what you have is cool and people will want to buy it, but then how in the hell are they going to find it? But that's the next problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've only been launched for a few weeks now and, you know, every time that someone gets our socks, we get a review, you know, we ship them out like they're loving our socks. But like, you know, how do we reach all the people that would love our socks? You know, but haven't seen them yet. That's the hard part. I think <laughs> that's the hardest part in any business. I think like I, I remember when you got, I talked to you guys a couple months ago and you're like, oh, yeah, the site's being built, blah, blah, blah. And I checked it out. Your site's really good, by the way. I mean, design. Thanks. I love the design. I like the. I need to talk about that offline. You guys did a really good job. But like. You know, you have, it took you, what, it's been a year, right? Almost like here's July. You started thinking about this last August. So it took you 11 months to get to this point to launch, right? And then now it's just like, okay, I guess what is your, like, how are you marketing the sock? You know, how do you convince a person to buy a sock, right? Not buy the ones at Costco 10 pack or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, we've been like, that's been a lot of our efforts the last few weeks is like, you know, creating video content, you know, getting videos from, you know, people who have bought our socks or from people that, you know, influences we've sent them to, you know, who tried them out and really like them. I'm um, getting like really like honest feedback about the socks in video form, especially. Um, and using TikTok, Instagram, like Instagram reels, um, moving in, you know, using Facebook and stuff like that really to try to find our audience and like get our sock out there. Um, but organic, you know, organic 
you know, word of mouth and stuff is really starting to pick up. Like we found like that, you know, a lot of people are starting to talk about it and it's kind of moving along, you know, slowly, but surely. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's been a process. Definitely. The, it's, the a li- it's like little step at a time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you're never, you're not gonna go viral overnight and also not have sell out. Like that doesn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like essentially like it just like one, you just chipping away at it. Right. And then it's trial and error. Did this, does that thing work? Yes or no no yes then you move on you know you try the next thing and like so right now is your marketing mainly on social i would assume and then um probably a little bit of ads right yeah yeah it's mainly on social um we're definitely running ads on facebook instagram etc um but is that even helping would you think yeah, right. it's yeah. doing all right it's it's we're definitely i was told boosted posts do pretty well that's what I was told. What'd you say? We're doing that. What huh? post? What post? Boosted, like the boosted posts you can do. Oh, you know, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. I've had some smaller brands, like haven't been on the show, but just friends of mine. And they're like, that's what they said they were doing that. And they said, that's like, I'm like, seriously, that works? Because usually it never works, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, it works. You know, I'll get like some sales out of it and it doesn't cost all that much. I was like, for real? Because like usually, you know, you, you have to put it in the whole Facebook engine, essentially, right? On the back end of Facebook. And it's like this big ordeal and finding your, you know. I think that's the key to ads, though. Like, if it's just to make it easy on people to run them, right? Essentially. Yeah. Like, don't make this big, huge pain in the ass that, like, you need a degree to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, is your play, is your guys' play, like, just your store online and running or are you going to try to move to like amazon and other stuff like that yeah so for now at least we're definitely just running it through the website i think that there is a future where we might go to amazon but it seems really the right play for us to just keep it within our own site and try not to involve too many other people um just because direct to consumer makes it easy on us and you know, if we start pulling in like PGA Superstore or, you know, like other retailers, there's a huge markup. You know, we're already selling. Um, it was a cost for a pair of socks. Yeah. So right now it's $24.99, but we have a discount on our site for, you know, first orders and there's uh, free shipping over three pairs. Um, so there's some good deals on the site right now, um, especially because we just launched and we have a lot of incentive, um, you know, incentivized deals. So a pair of socks is $24.99 outside of discounts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the hard part because, like, I think getting the audience or the people out there to be not my audience, I'm just saying, like, generally, like, okay, you know, ha- and I get to convince them that you made a better sock, right? And it's exactly. worth the money. And then, like, this is the re- like, I had a brand company that, like, had a super expensive item that, like, literally it's a $5 item. And then there's just like a hundred, right? And I was like, bro, I can buy this on Amazon for like five bucks. And he's like, oh, mine's better because of all these reasons. I'm like, well, you're going to have a hell of a time convincing people to spend. 10 times more to buy the same damn thing. Like it has mm-hmm. to be the coolest thing ever. Right. Like essentially. And like, I think that's the hard part. And I, not just for you guys, but for everybody, like I need myself. It's like, why are you different? Right. And then yeah. really kind of figuring out why people should choose that over just like the standard thing, whatever that is. Right. Like whether it's a ball marker, whether it's, you know, a sock, whether it's a towel, whether whatever, you know, like I think it's the education of people. So I think, so for you guys, is that what you're trying to do with your content you're doing now is 
primarily like educate people like why you need this why this sock is better than the sock you're already using right now right because you can go spend 200 dollars on a pair of shoes why don't you spend 20 bucks on a sock that's part of your you know your tools i guess you could say yeah i mean that's where a lot of our content is focused and like you said that's kind of the name of the game for us right now because of our price point because of you know the effort they went into making this it's like we we call it the golf club for your foot you know, it's, no, it's like smart. You can, you can drop, you know, 30 bucks at a pro shop or a glove or whatever. Um, why don't you do the same for your foot? So, yeah, that's true. Right. You know, you're, I mean, you're going to buy a, a decent glove for 20 bucks, right? A decent glove, not some cheap ass one, mm -hmm. but like a decent one. You can spend more than that. You can probably spend 30, 35. You can go like the 40 on some gloves, which is stupid. You know, it's like finding the sweet spot, right? Like performance first cost, I guess is the better way of saying it. Yeah. No, I think it's cool. I mean, I think like it's neat that you guys did that. So like you launched essentially a couple weeks ago and then how has the reception been? Pretty good. Yeah, it's been really positive, honestly, especially with, I know we mentioned like we've been making a lot of content on TikTok and Instagram. Um, you know, we've got a lot of good feedback, like really positive feedback, kind of affirming what, you know, what we thought would be, you know, pop like popular in the product um, between like the grips and the, the tab on the back, like we talked about. Um, you know, people have also said that they think, you know, hey, like your stock's expensive. And we're like, yeah, you know, here's why we think it, you know, is the value it is. Um, so it's been good to be able to, you know, educate people on why like this is different. Um, you know, that's half the battle, you know, educating the, the the buyer and like why they why they should buy the product, right? It's like, why is this product different than a Costco sock? And it's like, okay, well, we can tell you that. You know, we're prepared to be able to tell you that. You know, we're not like scratching our heads like oh you're right you know mm -hmm. we're like okay thank you for this feedback but here's exactly why you know it's worth every penny yeah we're not just some cotton tube you know it's it's kind of like the the blend of materials the thought that went into every detail the right and left shaping you know that we could go down the line for quite a while on you know, yeah i mean you could yeah and that's the thing right like people can spend a lot less money, but they're just getting a, like you said, a cotton tube for your foot. Like, I mean, yeah. it's nothing, there's like zero technology in it, right? Like it's just a piece of cotton, the same sock that's been around for a hundred years, essentially. Yeah. yeah, no one's really brought this, like it's kind of, that's another thing, like no one's really done this level of like sock before. Like we have to educate people like, hey, this exists now. Like we're not trying to jump into some giant market. Like this market is pretty untapped. Like not many people are in like, high-end golf sock market so do you so, have competitor like is there other stock people like you out there is there I mean, a, do you have a direct competitor, competitor right now not in the golf industry. not really i mean people like bombas and you know swift way yeah features but they're not they're just big running sock or comfortable sock companies that might dabble in golf but no one's really in the you know the golf industry socks high performance you know doing sticky socks and stuff like that really focus on golfers yeah no one's really doing that so so you'd be essentially the first to try to, to, to do something like this that's not like oh there's a, that's your direct competitor it's sock man or something i don't know right no it's pretty like literally we're just trying to like pave the way and educate like buyers right now and that's yeah. you know that's part i mean of the thing is like if you know you can move this on to other categories right like it's not staying yeah. golf it could go to baseball or you but oh technology we use we made a soccer sock or we made a whatever sock you know yeah, yeah i mean and i think know, the key is too like sorry. i think if it was me well i think you're too early but like i would start trying to like 
talk to other brands like shoe brands like not big ass shoe brands but like the small to mid-sized shoe brands and be like hey can we do a pair of socks with your shoes right or something like that so people can be like oh what's that you know like it's like you know like essentially you're giving giving away a free pair of socks with a, a shoe company that sells a buttload of shoes so that people can start seeing like i don't know like i think that would be like a good ally for you essentially yeah that that partnership would make a lot of sense yeah, it's pretty or easy. you could do a custom sock with like take your sock but take your branding off of it and then put like whatever other brand on there like that shoe company and be like oh it's a whoever sock and then it like at least it's your sock being shared or you know, i don't really know like i think like that would be a good way of like cross pollinating you know mm-hmm. between brands <laughs> i like that <laughs> It's a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely considered. I mean, it's hard. Like that's a key. If you can get the collabs, like that's huge, you know, because essentially it just gives you automatic street cred, right? Like, oh, okay. Even if it's, even if it's a small, you know, batch or something, I don't really know. That's the hard, but I mean, you guys are in college and you're still playing sports. So it's not like you have a full time, you know, like right now it's fine. But like when you guys go back to school, like in three weeks, two weeks. Yeah. About three weeks, Mm -hmm. three, four weeks. Yeah, you know, we've been, you know, obviously we've been working a ton this summer and with the launch and everything, it's been really busy. Um, it's a lot we, of work. Right. A ton of work. We're definitely like, you know, very committed to, you know, grinding this out together. And, you know, we've been wanting to work together for years. So it's been like, a, honestly, a dream come true. Yeah, you guys are twins, man. You guys are like, it's great. I bet it's you guys awesome. are like super close. Like, yeah. Essentially, you're the same person. Right. So it's really what I mean. I'm not trying to be like you know what I'm saying? Like you guys are like you're not just your brothers, you're twins. Like that's different. That's like a whole other level of brother, right? Like exactly. Yeah. So we're like, you know, we'd love doing this. So it's like it's fun for us. So like doing this. Well, you build a template, right? Like you've now done it. Like, even if this doesn't do well, I'm not saying it will or will or won't, but like now you've done it and you're like, oh, we could do that in this other thing because I know now how to do it, right? Essentially, and you've learned how to yeah you know build build it yeah yeah i think it's just really cool that we've made something that we feel really good about and we're just confident and we just love wearing the socks you know we love marketing it it's just it's it's fun for us you know it makes sense it's a game it's a big game exactly the challenge right it's a challenge Mm -hmm. of the thing and then it's a game of like like you have a good idea and now it's trying to figure out how to get it out there and like make it grow right And like you're gonna change the design. This is just V1, yeah. right? Oh, essentially. Yeah. So like you probably already have ideas of like, okay, the next batch, we're gonna get rid of this thing or we're gonna add that thing. And you know, the problem is you have to buy like a buttload of them every time you buy right. some. So you have to like wait a while. That's yeah. okay though. Yeah, we have time. The nice have- thing is too, everybody has feet. So it's not like, oh yeah, I don't need I only need one hat, right? Or one glove. It's like, okay. You know, if somebody uses the sock and they like it and it helps them, then they're going to buy another one, right? Mm-hmm. When it tears or like they're going to spike or it's going to be their daily sock. They're going to be happy with that sock. I'm going to buy five pair, you know, or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, we've had like multiple people reorder already. Like they're like, yo, like this is sweet. Like we want it again. Um, so like and we've gotten feedback from people like even people we've sent stuff to like, hey, like I want more. Like <laughs> I'm going to go grab some more. Like it's just like really cool to see that people are like getting some and, and trying them out, really enjoying them and buying more because they just want, you know, multiple pairs to wear and rotate. It's been pretty cool. So what do you feel is your biggest lead magnet right now? Do you think it's social or do you think it's ads? I'd say social right now. 
Um, you know, ads are doing okay, but you know, ads are especially after the iOS updates, like ads it's impossible. It's super expensive. Um, yeah, but with you know, with social, it's good because a lot of our stuff's organic, and that takes time. You kind of have to plant the seed and let it grow. But you know, organic stuff really works and snowballs. You know, I think that if you can have the right channels, keep pressing the right buttons, you know, getting to the right audiences, like when people start sharing your stuff, it's kind of like a you know snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So I think the lead generation with social has been pretty good. And like, you know, even people like that we've sent to like literally posting something like, Oh my gosh, like, I love this. Like, and we haven't even asked some people to do that. Like people just post it and you know, that's organic content. That's like screams at the, at the customer. Like, Oh, this is sweet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The only cost is, well, I mean, if it's a customer who buys it and then makes a video, that's like the best scenario, yeah. you know, but if, you know, but then it's like, okay, you send out a pair of socks, like, you know, your cost to do that. Mm-hmm. essentially so then you're like okay well um you know that's the cost which is way less than paying some like massive influencer person money to do it it's like i don't know like i know brands honestly i know i have one brand in mind right now that is all they did like for two years and they were teeny teeny tiny and like but they just this guy a buddy of mine like he just blew it up because he sent out so many influencers like small you know like small mid-sized influencers nothing crazy and like, you know, for the brand, it's just the cost of the product plus the shipping, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a complete roll of the dice because some people may or may not follow through, right, with what they say they're going to do. But mm-hmm. if, it doesn't matter because in the end, you're still going to have a bunch of content that you can post that only costs you a little bit of money and at least, you know, brings the credibility of like, oh, these are cool. Check it out. But no, I think exactly. it's cool. Exactly. No, I think we found a lot of success with like, you know, getting in front of, you know, micro influencers, I'd say like people who have, you know, decent amount of followers and good pull with their community and being like, Hey, we'd love you to try. We'd love for you to try our sock out. Um, let us know what you think, you know, some feedback. And, you know, if you want to create a video, that'd be great too. And so you guys didn't have to follow. So who's following up with those people? Yes. That's basically me. I've been on that. All all time. Hey, do the sock. Do you like the sock? Hey, do you like the sock? I sock. You have to yeah. do that because people get yeah. people are busy and they have yeah. a shitload of stuff. Like, and we realized like how like the golf community, especially like we found, has been like actually like insanely like receptive of like being like, oh yeah, we'd love to try it out, or like, you know, we'd love to help you guys out, or mm-hmm. you know, this is awesome. Like, how can we share and like help you guys grow? Like, it's been like super cool to like interact with different like influencers and people. Like, I'm people not talking pretty about, cool. I'm not. I'm not. People are stupid. Like some people like. So at some point, some people are like, "Oh yeah, hundred, you know, five hundred dollars," and I start laughing. I'm like, "No, nah, man, yeah, it's okay, yeah. thanks." You know, yeah. and it's like you bought your followers. I can tell. You know, like nobody comments, nobody likes. Like, you yeah. know, it's like so obvious. People think that we're stupid. You know, it's like, oh, I have x thousands of followers, and then you look and you have like three comments on every post. It's like, yeah, what's interaction? Yeah, <laughs> yeah followers like. Are secondary almost you really just especially on platforms like TikTok, where the algorithm kind of takes over like if they're getting views on their videos that's all we care about you know yeah it's like are you getting views like is your so you can, and you can see that in two seconds oh they're getting yeah. views on it no they're not it's not worth exactly. our time like is your content creative like like do you have like cool stuff we'd like to you know work with and like yeah does it fit our brand basically yeah so it's been cool yeah, and I it really have is. to hire you to like do my follow up then for all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like doing it. <laughs> I hate doing that. It's a full time job sometimes. It's like okay, I mean you gotta track it and be like okay, I always sent this. Yeah, that's a lot of work. 
I do. Yeah, I mean, I have like a full document of like all the stuff I've sent out, like where the people are at. Like, yeah, you have to. You have to track it when you sent it, and then be like, oh, I'm gonna follow up with these this people day, two weeks later. Yeah. Right. It's definitely a job, but I think it's like like I was talking about earlier. Like, ads are great, but like planting the seed organically and like sending your product out, like that's your cost, like sending product out, and then be able to like know that cost. Number one, they're getting your product, so they can share it word of mouth. Two, like they can make a video and share with other people. Like it's just a crazy way to get organic like feedback and like content. And mm-hmm. I think we're just starting to see the benefits of that like, in the last few days. Yeah, literally last two or three days. Like what? Oh, because you oh, because you sent it out two weeks ago and now it's starting to be created essentially. Yeah, so we sent it out like two or three weeks ago. We got some videos that trickled in like pretty fast. Um and now like a lot of guys who've worn them a bunch are like making videos for us and like sharing and there's so much like like you said like cross-pollination between like like oh some guy posts another guy we we know comments like oh these are great and then someone else posts and it's like everything's kind of like feeding off each other without us even touching it it's kind of mm-hmm. just like letting it ride so it's been pretty cool to see yeah it. And you just keep on feeding it right keep yeah, on writing right. it more and more people that are similar because those are your buyers yeah right? like people like that not some old dude you know, who doesn't care about a sock, who wants to go to Costco and buy it. Like it's the guy who's like excited about the product, right? Like that's right, the key. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty, it's I a mean, pretty- and that's the hard part. You got it's good for you guys because you care, right? If you go hire somebody to go do that for you, they don't care. They're getting paid by the hour. They're getting paid by the job. Like they don't care. Like at the end of the day, they don't care, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're going to you, oh, we got return on investment, blah, blah, blah. But like you guys care because it's your stuff. And like, you're like, oh, he likes that. Awesome. You know, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's really just, we're making a sock that people like and they like to wear and we get like these good positive reviews. It's, it's just like a content machine. You know, we're, we're getting new stuff for our ad sets. We're, you know, working with people that really like our product, which is just great. Yeah. It's been great. That's cool. I mean, I'm happy for you guys. I think like you're doing it the right way and you're learning the skills early on that really will move the needle because mm-hmm. you could easily just like, build a website, go run ads, spend a boatload of money on ads, get some sales. But like six months from now, are you going to be like, oh, we have all this information about like who our people are, who's our community, why do they care? How can we better it? Like you're not going to know any of that. You're going to like, oh, we spent $10,000 on ads and we got this much back, you know, or whatever the math is, you know, and that's the hard part. Like that's, that's the money right there. Like the community is the key and to build that community around your brand. Like, so I think you're doing, you also have one of the best mentors in the world, like helping you too. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky um, to have like really good people around us, you know, helping us out. Um, Oh yeah. You got some frequently smart people around you guys. Like, yeah, it's been like I know who works with your dad, like all his people, and they're all freaking smart too. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. yeah so Very accomplished, a- like, people, you know, like, who've done this before, but, like, in their own stuff. So it's kind of cool because, like, they understand. Like, when I started out, I knew nothing. Like, I, like, I wasn't into, like, I, I'm a crappy golfer, essentially, right? So, like, <laughs> I didn't know, like, how does the golf industry work? You know, how, who's who? You know, I don't know any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, we've been able to, like, really use, like, our resources and, like, be able to like ask a lot of good questions. And I think that's important, like, you know, for anyone, it's like finding a mentor to ask good questions to like help you avoid some stupid mistakes. You know, it's like, that's just like a rabbit hole you fall into and you think, oh, it's the best thing ever was to do this. Like, I'll tell you right now, like don't diversify, like just stick with the sock, like be the best sock company that's ever been around. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Don't come out with hats. Don't come out with like crap that nobody cares about. Like just don't spend your time or money on that right now. Just make a really good sock. Like, Cause I've done that and it doesn't like, you're just, 
you become saturated essentially. Like you only have so much time, so much money. Now you're selling all kinds of junk. Now you're freaking Amazon, you know, like right. just sell the, and that was some advice somebody gave me from a, a big company, a shoe company. They're like, oh yeah, we're only good at one thing, making good shoes. That's it. That's all we care about. Yeah. If we're going to make a hat, we'll go, we'll go collab with the hat guy, you know, or yeah. cause they're good at making hats. And I'm like, oh my God, such good advice. And I wasn't even doing anything back then. It was just like, we're just talking about what they, how they run their business. They're like a multi-million dollar company now at this point. We, we feel That's like my so- advice to you, just stick to one thing. Yeah. 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 We feel like stock experts. Like Jenny said. <laughs> it's like we've done over the last year, like the amount of stock stuff we've been in and learned about and like talked about and been able to like physically do is like, it's been crazy. I had no idea how much went into a sock. I mean, I don't even know if, you know, that's part of the thing is like, I don't think people have really explored like putting that much into a sock, especially in golf, like yeah. maybe in running or hiking, but nowhere near the amount of stuff to make a golf sock that looks quality and you know, looks good. It's not like, oh, it's really comfortable, but it looks terrible. It's yeah. like, it also looks really clean. And you know, I mean, so. yeah, you get most comfortable sock on the world. It could look like crap and then no one's going to buy it. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, even down to like biometrics of the foot. Like I remember looking at pressure map data with our like V1 mat all the way down to like foot mechanics, just like trying to figure out the best pattern on the bottom of the sock for the silicon printing. You know, there's like a lot of just niche details that you wouldn't really normally think about when making clothing. But, you know, we, yeah, we, we have like a, we have like a 25 page document about like the design of the sock. And that's like touching the surface of like what we thought about. It's like it's crazy. And you probably know now more now than you did six months ago anyways. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, that first batch, we're going to change it because right. yep. whatever the feedback is or what you've learned or. I mean, after we like created the sock and we thought, you know, oh, this is going to be perfect. We realized, you know, either there's some cap on like the quality that can be put into it or, you know, the cost. Like we're, we're figuring out new systems to to improve, to you know, we're always going to be trying to make it better. So the 2.0 is already in the back of our heads for sure. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I'm happy for you guys. I'm excited too. I think like you guys are doing all the right things and I mean, you're only a couple of weeks into it, but like, you know, six months from now, you're going to be like, I mean, doing really well, I feel like. So it's cool. Thank you. So where can people find you? Yeah. So, you know, the golfsock.com is our website. Um, it's pretty easy to remember. Um, and then our socials are, the golf sock as well on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I'm in Twitter, honestly, as well. Um, and you know, we've been, you know, just putting out a lot of content. Um, and, you know, any feedback we can get, you know, for our socks is like super appreciated. Um, and, you know, on our socials, we're really active, so we'll respond in ten seconds. Yeah, actually, so. if you have like, you know, anybody watching, if there's questions, whatever, we love answering anything we can about the sock. Um, so yeah, because your accounts, like, you're on it all the time, anyways. You're like, all the time. oh, you're yeah. talking to us. Not like, you know, some rando, rando person. And yeah, we have some bot saying, thank you for checking us out or whatever, you know, on our account. No, so yeah. Like, oh, any, it's the bot. No, I'm right here. <laughs> it's me. So I'm on the, uh, on the account for any, you know, literally any questions or anything. So yeah. That's funny. Great. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for being on the show today. Um, you guys need to check out the golf sock. I have a pair. They're sick. I told you I've already played with it. I love the little tabby thing on the back. Um, so I think it's it's not just a sock. It's more of like, I feel it's more of like a golf accessory. Like it's something you need as part of your uniform, right? Whatever you're going to wear and yep. use on the course. So and that's a better way of saying it, just calling it a sock. Because I don't feel like it's a sock. It's like a well thought out design product to help you have better traction in your shoes 
and to perform better on the course. So exactly. I appreciate you guys being on the show and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Thanks, Thank you. Paul. Thank appreciate you. Paul. Thanks for listening to another episode of Behind the Golf Brand Podcast. You're going to beat me? The golf? Stay connected on and off the show by visiting golfersauthority.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Golf is always more fun when you win. Stay out of the beach and see you on the green.